Hello, welcome to Warhorn Media's podcast of Out of Our Minds blog posts. This is episode 68. It's titled Indiana House Defunds IU's Kinsey Institute and Indie Star Lies. It's by Tim Bailey. I'm also your reader. It's dated February 24th, 2023. This past Wednesday, February 22, 2023, the Indiana House voted to remove taxpayer funding from Indiana University's Kinsey Institute. The headline in the Indy Star was this, quote, Indiana House strips state dollars from IU's sex-studying Kinsey Institute, unquote. On social media, I linked to the article and commented, quote, good work should have been done decades ago. Won't hurt the so-called institute, though, because IU administration will just reshuffle finances. What should really be done is State Assembly withhold our tax dollars from IU until Kinsey Institute is demolished completely, unquote. In their article, the Indy Star claimed, quote, allegations, unquote, against Kinsey have been, quote, debunked, unquote. This is just another blatant lie by a journalist, in this case to be specific, it's a journalist named Erika Heron, which her publisher couldn't be bothered to correct, and maybe even required. From the article, this statement, quote, represented... Representative Larissa Sweet, Republican from Wabash, introduced the proposal through an amendment to House Bill 1001, the state's budget bill. Sweet raised long-held but largely debunked allegations about the work of Alfred Kinsey to explain her objection to its work, unquote. Laughable. Everyone knows what sexual debauchery Kinsey gave himself to personally and promoted among his grad students and fellow faculty members. None of this is in any slightest way, quote, allegations, unquote. Never has been. In Bloomington, it was common knowledge and has been documented over and over again. Kinsey's data collection was even worse, depending on men who had committed the most awful crimes against children for his stats, proving his thesis that sexual perversion isn't perverse. Twenty years ago, the movie Kinsey was released, and I took the occasion to publish this short op-ed in our local paper here in Bloomington called the Herald Times, and now the article, titled The Shame of Alfred Kinsey. The late Alan Bloom was an Indianapolis native who served as professor at University of Chicago. 
In his book, The Closing of the American Mind, Bloom lamented the destruction divorce had caused his students. Noting that parents often use therapists to help their children cope, Bloom wrote, quote, psychologists are the sworn enemies of guilt, unquote. If therapists are the sworn enemies of guilt, sex researchers are the sworn enemies of shame, with IU's Alfred C. Kinsey leading the pack. Although hired by IU as a zoologist, in 1938, Kinsey contrived to land a job lecturing engaged and married seniors on, quote, biology, unquote. He ended the course by taking his students' sexual histories. Kinsey spent the rest of his academic career conducting these interviews and disseminating the data. He was convinced that publicizing people's private sexual lives would usher in a more peaceful age devoid of shame and inhibition. But his efforts did not bring the dawn of Aquarian freedom. Rather, one set of negative consequences was exchanged for another— the fruitful discipline of true morality was exchanged for the fruitless bondage of false morality. The biblical law codified throughout the Western world over many centuries was exchanged for infinitely smaller and petty laws. So today, instead of community pressure being brought to bear against adulterers and sodomites, it's brought to bear against those condemning such crimes. Freedom is shrinking as I use diversity advocates in the City Council's Human Rights Commission use shame as a disciplinary tool. Against innocent souls caught in the act of expressing disapproval of sexual perversion. Pity the poor widow who conscientiously declines to rent her upstairs apartment to an unmarried couple. She will soon learn what G.K. Chesterton warned of, quote, when you break the big laws, you do not get freedom, you do not even get anarchy, you get the small laws, unquote. Motivated by the love of their neighbors, godly citizens work to oppose the sin, destroying homes, marriages, and souls, but find their conviction censored and their motives smeared as, quote, hatred, unquote. And the civil authority joins in the oppression by, for instance, using citizens' tax dollars to provide support for the local baby-killing organization, Planned Parenthood. The biblical prophet Isaiah spoke of this day, quote, Isaiah 5, verse 20, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who are wise in their own eyes and take away the rights of the one who are in the right, unquote. Since Kinsey first began to expose men's secrets, incest, domestic violence, divorce, the poverty rate of women and children, and deaths due to sexually transmitted diseases have all increased dramatically. But no one seems to notice. At the recent Bloomington premiere of the biopic Kinsey, Partygoers making a donation of $1,000 were granted the privilege of hobnobbing with the filmmakers at a private reception where Kinsey was fated. 
When the Kinsey Report was released back in 1948, noted anthropologist Margaret Mead critiqued it. She wrote, quote, In every society, sex patterns depend on a careful and meticulous balance between ignorance and knowledge, sophistication and naivete. The Kinsey Report has upset the balance between the things we don't mention and the things we do. And it may be expected to have considerable effect in our society for that reason. Quite a good deal of our virtue has depended upon people not knowing what other people were doing. In the past, it was said, it's better to marry than to burn. Now we translate the verse, quote, it is better to have an outlet of some sort because you've got to have an outlet of some sort, unquote. So it's just a question of which outlet, and Kinsey suggests no way of choosing between a woman and a sheep, unquote. This is the end of Margaret Mead's quote. Two weeks ago, the following invitation was circulated at IU. Quote, S-L-A-G, it's an acronym, SLAG, is pleased to announce that Will Stockton will be presenting, quote, the normalization of bestiality, Kinsey's analysis of human sexual contact with animals, unquote, at the next Brown Bag Colloquium, Friday, November 19, at 12.10 p.m. in Indiana University's Ballantine Hall, to room 221. Stockton's paper explores Alfred Kinsey's assertion that bestiality, rather than being a strange perversion of human affection, is actually, quote, part of the normal mammalian picture, unquote, of human psychosexual development, unquote. So that's the announcement that was put out to the Indiana University campus. And I end my op-ed 20 years ago in our local paper by saying this, quote, Kinsey was no hero. Those who think he was demonstrate no love but hatred of sexuality's God-given beauty. So now we've arrived at the day when men no longer know why they ought to choose a woman instead of a sheep. And the ban plays on. Thank you for listening. Do us a favor and subscribe to this podcast. Two, tell your friends they can now subscribe to audio recordings of Warhorn Posts. We depend on you as our only marketing. Until our next post, stay warm, devote yourself to loving your neighbor, and love God with all your heart and soul and mind and strength. This is Tim Bailey saying thank you for giving us a listen. Goodbye.
he boasts of his heart's desire.